Welcome back, TFA, episode 17, special guest, Instagram's Veil Removed, one of my favorite pages on Instagram. If you're into the Great Awakening, if you're into 5D Ascension, Palladians, spiritual journey on an advanced deep level, highly recommend this page. We're going to chop it up here, talk about balancing between the spiritual, waking others up, the burden that is upon us who are awake, how do we balance the two, and fight the cabal at the same time. And that's what we get into. So stick around. This is a good one. It was funny because I had a chance to actually kind of get to know you a little bit on the New Templars podcast on not realizing it. I was just listening to their podcast episodes last night because I know that you were connected with them and so I was like you know there's a good opportunity to see how these guys are and kind of you know this group maybe I'll get to know Vale a little bit through that and then realized when he was addressing you as Vale I was like ah one of the hosts yeah it was a good little pre-intro yeah I'm glad Uh, you had a chance to take a look at some of that stuff I wanted to I wanted to actually just uh, touch base a little bit on how I came across your page sure Um, I came upon your page December of 19, so you had already been up for a year. It it played a significant role in my personal transformation that was taking place, a profound shift that was going on in my life prior to that. Just a quick, quick speed through backstory. My entire life was shattered in the, uh, the early stages of 2019, and then like out of that, you know, my old self was destroyed and my new uh, higher self rose up from it. And it was just a year of personal journey, growth, new direction and finding my true purpose was all of 2019. It was epic. Now it's December 6th of 2019 and I wake up on a Monday morning and my uh, appendix bursts and I'm oh, wow. rushed to the hospital. I don't have insurance at this moment. I was in an in-between phase and I was kind of like, eh, just as long as nothing catastrophic happens, I can coast through this and we'll start back up in, in January. That was kind of like my, my plan. Right. <laughs> well, something catastrophic happened. I was in the emergency room. I was in the hospital, the surgery. And, and I was like, shit, man. I was like, I, you know, I'm gonna, these bills are going to be tremendous. I'm thinking like, you know, 100 grand or whatever it was. Right after post-surgery, I have like an out-of-body experience. Now, I've been having these my, like my whole life. So this is nothing new to me. Like I, I'm very comfortable and used to having out-of-body experiences. But this was different. Like I was actually in the hospital and I feel myself coming out of my body and could have been like a lot of the, you know, the post-surgery and whatever they had pumped in me. But people in the room talking and it was a translucent state. And so now I'm I'm coming out of the body and I'm totally familiar with this process. But this particular time, I was like shot out of a cannon and I was like moving so fast that there was a g-force that was pinning my my body like my hand my arms to my my body and i was in like this white tube and i was just like flying like like fast and all i could see is this white tube around me and i'm just like skyrocketing into deep space and i now I just slowly start coming to a, it just starts slowing down until eventually I'm in like floating place. I'm in deep space. It's, it's quiet. It's like, it's what you would think it would be. And then I just kind of look all the way in the distance and I, I just see like the flash of the eye of Horus. I see that. 
And I wasn't really, you know, I knew what it was because you see it everywhere, but it wasn't like I knew what it symbolized. I just saw that. And then I start reversing back down the other direction in reverse, same process, like lightning fast G-Shock speed, and then it comes to a slow, slow floating landing where now I'm like in through the hospital, there's people talking in, in the room and I just kind of like float right back into the, my body. So that was like a big, like a, just a profound moment for me. So now we, we get, I'm home, I'm out of work now for the month and I got these medical bills that I'm about to face. And I'm like, well, I've been doing all this work this entire year. Like there's, there's a reason for this. Like my entire page, Fail Academy, it's all about finding, you know, the benefits. So I was like, what is it? Like, this is not going to end with me. It's like completely wiped out again. I was like, where's the benefit? What's, what's the real message here? And then I just started getting like spirit and universe talking to me saying like, what you need to do is leave everything in 2019 in this decade, leave it that doesn't serve you leave it behind and leave new york and i was like okay what do i do like how like is this like i'm supposed to and it made sense and i was like you know what my job it pays well but it's a very toxic environment just at that moment i just said all right everything's got to go i'm like i'm leaving the job formed my landlord i was like i'm sorry but i'm leaving at the end of the month all this started happening like just within like just instant snap, snap, snap. And I made decision, decision, decision. I left New York on January 14th. Three days later, the coronavirus is on the news. As soon as I made that decision, I came upon your page. And then all of a sudden, like everything that your page was saying was speaking like directly to me, going hand in hand, like as symbols and messages and everything that's around us every single day. It's all there for us to, to draw from if we're willing to. And so I don't know if you look back on your posts from December, but it was like really like, wow, this is like they're literally speaking through this, this page to us who need to hear it and gathering the the light workers the forces that for what's about to come and and they and it was saying like there's going to be some turbulence and darkness in 2020 but at the end it's it's going to be better than you can ever imagine and so that's where I'll lead into you what you're presenting right now is pure it's truth what what is your place in it first of all let me say um I I absolutely respect everything that you went through in that process. And I understand how challenging it can be. And I can understand how these can be, uh, these upheavals are sort of positive and negative, right? There, there's all this sort of growth and then there's this destruction, right? Yep. Like, um, it can be, it can be intense. And, um, and all the people I've talked to, you know, in the time I've been doing this particular thing, um, that's, that's the prevailing theme, right? So we're yep. sort of getting rid of a lot of old stuff and bringing in some new stuff. So let me say, I, I respect you for having, having dealt with that and, and moved through it. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. When I decided to create this page and I wanted to create fresh content that was new and that was really just kind of speaking my, speaking my truth. First and foremost, let me say that each of these posts is for me. So they start out there. It's the message I need first. And I believed that if I could communicate some of the things that I'm thinking that I need to hear or the reminders I need or the lessons I need, then those people like me or those people who think like me will will need them too. And I knew there were people out there who needed to hear these things as well. So that's kind of kind of where I always started with that to make 
fresh, original content. And I think you probably resonated with you because you could feel that same energy that you felt about the way that you approach this process of, of sharing and communicating with other people. And, and you know, that frequency is, is easy to pick up on when you're in yep. that mode yourself. Yep. Actually, 2019, I did a lot of extensive research on just uh, ancient, ancient alien stuff that I was really kind of just digging into all that and finding out what, you know, what our origins were. And it was like Anunnaki and this, and it was just fascinating and just kind of tore it up. But I never really came across uh, anything that was Palladian, maybe very, very light surface of Palladian or light beings. And that was about it. So when they, when I was complete Palladian contact for me, and then having your page Palladian oriented at that time, and then the Q was being uh, introduced in, in, in the mix. So that's how I found Q was through you. And then we'll get to that as well. And this is the real thing that I want to get into as far as this episode is that I just like between balancing the, the spiritual life and the, and the, the earth life where this is like where I'm walking that line where I'm on that side of the spiritual and the ascension and the 5D. And it's, you know, that's the true place to be. Like that's where it, we all need to be. And I know this. But then the people who star seeds, light workers, whatever we are that are waking people up, it's like our job, our mission. That's why we're here. We're on this earth to assist in that. And it's a it's a job. It's a job trying to wake people up and, and be the whistleblowers. And you, you, you went into it beautifully the other day with your post as far as balancing that. And I really like that really resonated with me because it's something that um, I, I find myself just walking the line. But at the same time, at this moment, knowing the truth and knowing what we know and and what the atrocities that have taken place, it's I feel a compelling I and I've never been political or any of that. That's why I'm a, that's why I'm free. But I feel a compelling reason to cause an uprising to revolt because I feel like we need to save ourselves. We can't count on a savior and Ashtar's not gonna save us, Trump's not gonna save us, LaCue's not gonna save us. We the people need to save ourselves. And I kind of feel like I can't accept or tolerate another minute of these people being in power like i feel like they have to go and i'm fighting that 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 battle of like staying in the light but at the same time ready to rage war <laughs> that's exactly how i feel sure i can relate and i know there's a lot of high levels of frustration especially lately with the coronavirus thing yep. and even before that because people are sort of uh you know, the whole Q thing is taking way too long. Trump is taking way too long to do a lot of things. These are conversations I have with the New Templars a lot yep. because uh, um, things come up in our conversations. Trump needs to take care of this and Q needs to do this. And, yep. you know, need to do that. Right. Um, it's a challenge because we don't know what the what the big picture timescales are. And we don't know what the, the big story arc of this narrative is. And so it's hard for us to put it into context as to whether or not the kinds of things that we think should or shouldn't be happening on what scale is this we may think something should happen in a month that's really going to take a year or we may think right. something should happen in two years that's really going to happen in two weeks in the linear world it's tough back to this concept of the balance between the 3d and the 5d and and those those terms don't accurately describe either one of those things but we'll use them because that's what people can relate to the difference between the 3d and the 5d and, and as we sort of weave ourselves between those two things is it, it sort of it's sort of a, an exercise in, in insanity right because yeah, you're right. it's it, it's um, it's it's not really in our nature to kind of like move back and forth 
and to kind of have to modulate ourselves yeah. constantly between those two things yeah. and it's very taxing on people it can get very physically tiring it can be emotionally yeah. intellectually exhausting having said that this is this is what's presented to us so sort of whether whether or not you subscribe to galactics and pleiadians or not or whether or not you subscribe to gnostic teachings if you want to go backwards instead of forwards uh, you know, go like deep, I would say deep time is reaching into the past for the Anunnaki and the Gnostic stuff and the, and the Sumerians. I'm always reaching towards the future and Dylan's kind of in the middle. Um, nice trying. That, yeah, it is. It works. And uh, very nice. What, regardless of which way you look at this, the, the idea that is being presented through the lens of the Ascension narrative is that you will need to exist in both worlds and you will need to adapt to moving between them and to try to shift back and forth as you need to. Cause in other words, wow. we can't all be in blissed out 5d yep. just sort of, you know, off in the woods dancing around naked. We <laughs> have to pay our bills. We have to sometimes have a job. We have, you know, the sick family member, we have the yeah. cat, that, the cat litter box that needs to be emptied or whatever it is. Um, we're not sort of in this kind of paradise yet where we can just sort of buzz off into nowhere and, and like just take shrooms all day. There is a navigation between those two things and it is real and it's that's one of our greatest challenges is to figure out how to deal with those two things and how to how to work through them. That so, that's um, now excuse me to cut in uh -huh. here, but that's that's on like a, a daily that's in like the daily life of you know the, the person. Where we are now, it's extreme on both sides. It's no longer dancing in between. It's the extreme on one end and the extreme on the other, where right at our doorstep. We're, we're at this like boiling pressure cooker. We're on lockdown, we're in quarantine. This is where the arrests are gonna happen. This is where the, the perfect opportunity for the entire uh, movement to, to really kick into the full gear that, that everyone's been waiting for. And I'm, I'm talking about it and putting it out there as if it was going to be taking place like immediately. And then now where we're at, you realize, all right, let's pump the brakes, let's take it down. Let's kind of back down. Obviously there's some backlash because people are like, where is the proof? And you know, now you, like you just said, this could be two weeks, it could be two years, it could be, we don't know and we shouldn't put any timelines on it. We just were convinced that it was going to and we're at any, every single day was gonna be that day where things were gonna pop. And I fell into it and I got caught up into it and I realized that it was a mistake to actually get caught up like that and start, you know, declaring that it was now. How I feel, this is my personal feeling, like if we move through this and now we go back into the regular world and things continue as they are and little bits of news come here and there and more drops, I just feel like it's time to, I kind of feel like it's time to move move on past that and just kind of mobilize ourselves to, to, to just get these people fucking out of office, overthrow. And because I just, how much more can we take? How much more betrayal can we take? How much more can we just sit there and face these people and allow them to continue to do what they do and exist and feed us the bullshit and not do anything about it? I kind of just, that's how I feel. Like not, sure. another, not another minute am I going to accept it. I feel like we need to, we need to get people to, not only wake up but like realize that the, the constitution and this land is ours and we don't need a savior we can do it and maybe the plan is for us to be the storm that's kind of the theme i've been going with the last couple of weeks i think that you are speaking on behalf of a lot of people and um is it fanatical i, was, I no i don't think it's fanatical I think this is this is emotion. I mean, I think this is this is this is very complex. I'll try to address your your comment and kind of your questions. Uh, these are people's emotions, and and we can't 
just dismiss those. You can't necessarily dismiss the people who feel the, that way as you described it, because it is really important. Everything that we feel, what you feel, what I feel, what my next door neighbor feels, what uh, Deep and Dylan feel, guy lives in China feels, mm -hmm. is a reflection of aspects of the collective, the collective consciousness, right? Mm -hmm. So anybody that's a spiritualist understands the idea that, that if you took the consciousness of all the human beings with souls on our planet and combine that together, that thing is the collective consciousness. You could have a list of ideas and say, okay, I want to burn down the White House or I want to like <laughs> protest in the streets or something. You might be in the, you know, single digits percentage. Does that mean, does that mean that it's not important? Of course it doesn't mean it's not important because it's the collective. And so I, I think that you probably speak for a, um, a sizable chunk of the collective. I kind of feel like it's a responsibility now to 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 not allow it. We've been we've been getting fucked over and, and brainwashed and and manipulated and consumed and led down the slaughterhouse for decades. And there's no more ignoring it. There's no more pretending that we're just gonna do our own thing. They have to go. <laughs> yeah. Here's what I'm gonna say, and this is this is important for me. So just like my post, like I said, I post for me. So this is an important message for me and hopefully it resonates with anyone who's listening to this, that it's a challenge right this second to do two things. One, one is to understand who are the good guys and bad guys. And, I, and anyone that knows me knows I don't like those terms, but in 3D, it's, it's sufficient for what things that we're discussing. Yep. We don't know exactly who the good guys and bad guys are, except for maybe the Galactics or something, but I'm saying in, in the 3D world. Mm -hmm. In other words, if we look at a Mitch McConnell, who's a U.S. politician, say, okay, is he a good guy or bad guy? If right. I look at uh, Jim Jordan in the United States Senate or, or Congress, is he a good guy or a bad guy? Right. These are kind of like right. up for debate, right? right. Uh, most people think Trump is a good guy. A lot of people think he's a bad guy. We don't know. And that creates a challenge for us because we're trying to sift through these people and saying, who can I trust and who can I not right. trust? It's the true. other part of that is the Q thing and what we call the Patriot Alliance, which is kind of all the forces that are that are working for the United States, for freedom, for democracy, for capitalism, for founding mm -hmm. fathers stuff, mm -hmm. Thomas Jefferson stuff. We cannot wait for them to do everything. We can't sort of assume that, well, they're going to fix everything and I right. don't have to do anything. Right, exactly. I don't have to do, I can just kick it. I can just relax because right. they're going to handle it. They're going to do these arrests. They're going to go round up Hillary and Obama. They're going to do all this stuff. They're going to issue all these executive orders. They're going to they're going to fix the government. They're going to drain the swamp and all these other things. Of course, we need them to do those things. But what I'm going to suggest is that there's sort of like a, a cooperation, sort of a collaboration between the collective and sort of Patriot Alliance. In other words, right. the Patriot Alliance needs us to to sort of help them and we need them. So there's a symbiotic relationship there. Yep. And the challenge is any two people or any group of people that get together, especially in the States, and you said, well, who's in the Patriot Alliance and who isn't? You know, is Russia in it or is China in it? Is, right. is Israel part of the Patriot Alliance? <laughs> is politician X, politician Z. Going to the first part of what I said, we're not 100% sure who the, who the good guys and bad guys are. But at the same time, there has to be a collaboration. Mm -hmm. The Patriot Alliance needs us to do something, which is to spread the word, to educate each other, to be prepared, to be self-reliant. Right. But we need them to do certain things because you and I aren't going to go arrest anybody. And right. you and I aren't going to go scoop up Hillary and Obama and throw them into Gitmo. 
yeah. there are there there are agents acting on our behalf. But if we if we treat them as rescuers, you know, we're in trouble. If we yeah. treat them as servants who do what we do what we want them to do, then we're in a better position that way. That's kind of what one of my thoughts on that. I backed that up because if we felt like there was saviors, those people that are standing there with their arms folded saying, well, where is it? Where is it? No, we're participating and, and, and we're contributing and we're soldiers and we're, we're on the front lines taking the heat when it, things, when the disinformation backlashes on us, which is important. The disinformation is, is all strategic. It's chess. It's all part of what needs to happen. And you have to understand that. A lot of people don't. But now when we move forward and we're, we're, we're doing our job and we're doing everything, then, the, you know, the chemtrails are still going in the air. Then they, they're still putting up the 5G towers. They're, you know, they're still poisoning the freaking crops, whatever they're doing. And is this going to continue to like the emotion always kicks in when you see you know, the atrocities that are going on. That's when the emotion kicks in. And how, how far do we take it one way or the other? I went back to one of my posts about Q, you know, thinking about something. And I want to, this is something I want to say, because I think this is vitally important. The communication level, as far as what the expectations are, Patriot Alliance communicating to the, to the collective of truthers and lightworkers is unclear. In other words, it, there isn't a set of instructions that says, okay, today you need to go do this, today you need to do that. Thank God, because the last thing I need is somebody else telling me what to do. And, and we both have expectations that are, that are really important to us, but we're not communicating very well. And, and there's really not anything set up or won't be to do that because as of today, Q is still this sort of clandestine military thing. It creates a lot of codependency, um, really more on our side than theirs, although they need us. We, we want them to do certain things. And, and it's, it's sort of like, they've never agreed to it. We said, you know, Patriot Alliance, please go and, you know, arrest these people, or please go and turn off the 5G towers or turn off the um, chemtrails. And the Patriot Alliance never agreed to it. So they never said, okay, well, you know, we'll get to it next week. We don't know if it's falling on deaf ears and we don't know if they're listening or not. That creates a certain codependency where we're going through these cycles of, of disappointments where we're like, oh, man, I thought this week right. they were going to do it. I thought this week is the week they were going to you know, but, tell but, me but, that but, you know, Hillary was in Gitmo. They've created it that way. Like they, They've set up the, the, the carrot that we keep, that's dangling, that we keep reaching for. The post like led us to believe these things were, were going to take place. And it, there are promises in there. There are guarantees in, in these messages. Trust the plan and the, you know nothing can stop this. And, and if people hold on to that hope, they are set up for, for a disappointment. And when you're talking about the masses, it, it's people that aren't quite there yet. They're not, you know, they don't have that capacity to take that kind of disappointment when they say, okay, the, he said it was going to happen. So there's a responsibility on the other end too, where they, they have created that picture, right or wrong. Um, I think that's one way to interpret it. And I think you made a good distinction, which is the masses aren't in a position to, to understand the subtleties of how these communications happen. So yes, yep. I agree with you. Yeah. And and you can see where a lot of my stuff's going and, and a lot of people like me and yourself, whereas I'm trying gently, gently yes. Yes. to say to people, okay, we're in the later stages of this. Everyone's educated now, you know, unless you just got into this last week or something and you kind of know what's going on. And so now we need to start thinking about kind of 
what our obligations are. And you said promises made. It's really important. Uh, I think you actually have said something like promises made, promises kept, you know, and Trump said that too. So yeah, I'm, I can't disregard that. So I can't just tell you, no, Q didn't promise anything. Because yeah, I think there's some implied promises there. Um, 100%. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And, but the, and, and I think we made a promise to Q and to the Patriot Alliance. We did a promise, which was, we're going to spread the word. We're going to make the memes. We're going to make the podcasts. We're going to make the blog posts. It, it, it has worked. And so I think there's a certain justification that people have to say, well, hey, Patriot Alliance, we did what we said we were going to do. But did you guys do what you said we would do? And this is, this is one of the big challenges, which, and something I said earlier, which is we can't tell who the bad guys and good guys are. In addition to that, we're extremely challenged right now by because of the opacity of, of what's going on in the world, sitting in our houses, eating too much. We don't know what's going on. We don't know if Kim like Jong-un is dead. We don't know what's going on in China. We don't, we don't really know what's happening. And there's been so many things about like, well, Ellen DeGeneres has an ankle bracelet on. Right. And, uh, have they already been, have they already been, you know, sort of executed at Gitmo and it's their clones walking around. I'm going to say something else, and, and people don't like when I say that. Even Deep and Dylan don't get super fired up when I say this. Q has been like a narcotic because that the messages that Q puts out are something that truthers have been wanting for so long. They never believed it could happen. Mm-hmm. They never believed it was real. And we, people got a whiff of Q, and they said, wait a minute. There's somebody in military intelligence that is telling me hey guys, we're going to fix this. Yep. You know, um, we got a plan. You got to just trust yep. this plan. It's awesome. We're going to fix it. And when people got a whiff of that, I think it was almost like crack. I mean, it was just like that first gigantic hit of crack that just went straight to their brain. It was like the I endorphins. I'm one of them. Like, oh my God. Um, You're right. It's then, a great analogy. It, it's it's just like that rush, that absolute like, oh my gosh, it's, you know, somebody's gonna fix this. Somebody's listening to me. They think in the way I do, you know. Right. Yeah. We and, finally got someone that's on our side. Yeah, finally. And, and Trump and oh my God, trust the military. Plan. This great. This is oh, it's better than I ever imagined. Right. The people that saw Q and said, this is like my wildest dream come true. It, it, and, totally. And I get it. So the challenge with that is, you crack. Got, Three years of you've got three years of of Q crack, and you've got <laughs> three hundred years or three thousand years of cabal of crack. The cabal, Q and Trump, the Patriot Alliance, is so we're so cracked out on that we forget what life was like under Obama. We forget W. We forget um, we forget Bill Clinton and Hillary. Mm-hmm. We forget George H W. It gets to the point where we're so comfortable and so cozy with Q and it's like snuggled under this like soft blanket that we forget that there was a life before that and and it can trick us into believing that Q has to be here that it's our right it's we are in a, we are in a, in a weird place where we're trying to we got excited and we're like okay you know we're on board we're signing q's like do you want to sign up we're like yeah let's sign up dude show you know i'll yeah. sign anywhere you know? I, just, and, I agree and, the first thing we I, we all do when, if we're being responsible we tell people listen do your research don't take my word for it don't believe me i'm just presenting to you what i have gathered what i feel is an educated uh, guess what i feel is the direction but i need you to go and 
find it yourself that I can't wake you up on your own. You have to wake yourself up and I'm not going to give you the answers. These aren't the answers. This is for you to take and start going down these rabbit holes and finding your, your answers and coming back and either debunking it or helping out, like participating. If you, you want proof, I mean, you're not even willing to like type in a name in Google just to, you know, like, how is this? Well, how about just type it in to a search engine and see what comes up? Like start there. So they won't even do that. No, they, they won't. won't. They just that. sit there with their arms full. Yeah. But I don't want to harp on. Believe I want to move past that whole thing because that could go on and on and on as far okay. as harping, harping on that mm -hmm. aspect of, of the movement. Mm -hmm. I mean, what what it did do though, like like you say, we went through the Clinton and, and I'm I'm probably in your age group too. I was in the in the nineties. I, I just never was one of those political rah-rahs. I always felt like they all were corrupt and I just wanted no part of the government. I wanted no part of religion. I wanted no part of anything that was gonna try and control me and tell me how to to live things. And, and breathe and it served me well but now, so now when we are exposed to the the corruption it's like when you do go down these rabbit holes and and you every single person needs to you need to start digging and, and going back to like the you know the years and you know, like the beginning and then the freemasons and when this country was formed and then the federal reserve and then the world war ii and then the operation paperclip and mk ultra all these things directly connects to this movement to this to q to everything and when you look and you see the how deep the freaking the corruption and 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 we even touch on uh, you know the whole cabal thing but like that they they are the people we're fighting and they can there have infiltrated every aspect of of power in this in this world and so to overthrow them is a, is a monumental task and but when we as the people get to this truth we're we're just like we, it's undeniable like when you see when you connect the dots and you see all these things that they've done and the and the funding and the and the billions of dollars and the fucking trafficking and it's just it's so god awful not another minute are you people allowed to just continue but let's segue into your page now um being, I, I noticed recently, and I mentioned this, that you, you're taking it up a notch. Like you're kind of like, or like you just said earlier, like, all right, everybody that's here has kind of been around. You kind of get the, the baseline of what we're doing here. And now we're going to start going into more advanced level and which I really like. And now you're, I, I just see how recently now you're really getting into deep uh, leveled stuff where you're, you know, you're expecting people to kind of like already have a little bit of a foundation to start uh, absorbing the, the you know, life force map, you know, the archons and, and, and all that stuff. It, it really is the full, the real picture of what is the battle for earth. You're taking it up a notch. Like it's absolutely more advanced stuff. Absolutely. You could see it. It's obvious, but it's, it's perfect timing for that. Cause I want to tear open more stuff. I want to actually challenge and, and really get into this uh, digging. Cause I have never like dug that deep into the whole, to the whole mythology, the whole, the whole science and the spear and the archons. And it's like people that think that shit is out there. I just consider that just like, like the normal, like stuff that we're we have to deal with where it's like trying to explain it i haven't dumbed it down and i haven't even gone into it i just let you handle that like how you're gathering uh, this information and, and where did where does the cabal and the illuminati where did where does their relationship with the the, the dark entities and the dark uh, species that are that are all part of this whole sucking of our our, our life force is what is the relate like is it a contract because they're human and they have their own their own agenda they're more physical they're all physical they eat bodies they drink the blood they you know they worship the the uh, mall and and all that they're different but they're kind of on the same team how do they how do they what do, how do they interact and work together 
Wow, that's a few different concepts. I'll try to address each one of those. So yeah, let me acknowledge what I said absolutely that I'm ratcheting up the the we're going into the masterclass now. So if anyone's going to continue along this journey with me, we're not going to undergraduate studies. These are the graduate studies. Nice. So we're going into the next step and, and it really has to happen. And I think the collective uh, is kind of ready for this. And yeah. It's resonating. So <clears throat> clearly I've, I've timed this correctly. And, and I think um, Dylan DSMP dot official or master conspiracy and deep time 17, my, my new Templar co- cohorts, are doing the same thing. So mm-hmm. if you follow their accounts then and, and the new Templars, we're doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Just the video we shot last night was another sort of, we can't continue to keep talking about the basic stuff. We're not gonna talk about UFOs. We're mm-hmm. not gonna talk about flying saucers. We're not gonna mm-hmm. talk about- It's um, time, you know, it's time to break it open. Stuff. Yeah, it's time, we've got, to, we've got to get to the next stage, so. Love it. Uh, so. And it, it's important, and I think people are ready for it, and, but they, maybe they weren't ready for it. And so one of the great things about Q, and, and I have massive respect for whoever in the DOD put together that operation, because I think it's done its job. It's worked very well, which is training wheels. So mm-hmm. Q is like the training wheels. And so we've been riding our bike with the training wheels on, and we're getting really confident. We're feeling good about it. The kinds of tools that people need, spiritual tools, emotional tools, intellectual tools, physical tools to deal with this situation we're in in 2020 do require some more advanced techniques and advanced concepts to go to this other issue uh, of the the dark brotherhood or the the cabal this is very complex i got into it, the life force map i highly recommend anybody that hears this mm-hmm. to go check out the life force map you can download it from uh, deepstatemappingproject.com over yep. free downloads you can dm me at, at bell removed and i'll send you one the idea with this is to start to try to get people to see the really big picture. The yep. life, force, life force map is cosmic zoom. I mean, you're essentially zooming out to universe. Level. Did you, did you make the map? Yeah, I made the map. Yeah, oh, wow, map. man. That is yeah. really, really deep shit. Yeah. And the life force map, well, I made it with deep time. So deep type and I worked on it together. We did it for the last couple of months. We've been working on it. So what I'm trying to give people is the big picture to start to see that the galactics, let me say this. I'm going to digress just a little bit. The galactics, their message has been very consistent since the 1940s. So they came in in the 1940s and they've been pretty much active in, in our surface population ever since for the last, I don't know, 80 years or something like that. Right. Their message has been pretty consistent, which is you need to look at the big picture. You need to see this in the widest context you can see it because if you, if you just look at the details and say, well, I watched the coronavirus task force press conference today and I'm really frustrated because Fauci was still there or he wasn't there or because this or that. And I get, I get that. I get that that has meaning. I'm not trying to disregard it, but it's so, you're, you're so zoomed in, so tight against something. The book is touching your nose. All you see is a blur. What the galactics have been saying to people is, do you need to like completely reset your mind? You need to think about this in a much more big picture concept. And that's kind of the masterclass too, is to start to look at these things in the, in the, in the big picture to see if you look at the time scale of the last week and you said, okay, I'm only going to use the last week as my reference point for how things are going then we're fucked, right? This, this whole thing is, this whole, we're screwed. If you look at the last two years, 
versus any of the previous years, you'd be like, we're in a way better place now than we've ever been. In other words, as far as awakened individuals, people who are out searching, people who are doing research. Absolutely. Um, and if you look at the last three or four years in the context of the last 200 years, we're also in a good place, so on and so forth. So galactics are always trying to get us to zoom out. And when you zoom out and then you look at the cabal, then you look at what they're doing, you see them as, and, and I don't want to minimize evil. This is really important. I was very careful with the life map, the life force map, to not try to say, to minimize how evil evil is. But if you can look at these, the Dark Brotherhood, the Cabal, and all these other things as not so much as something that needs to be destroyed, but something that needs to be transmuted. And here's the big difference, because getting through this transition, through this awakening process and transitioning to 5D is not about killing the dark people. It's not about extermination. It's not about destruction, because that's what they do. It's about transmutation. It's about turning what was inverted and revert it back to the positive, to the light. And if you see the dark people, the cabal and everyone else, as in some ways, they are being victimized. They're being exploited. Everyone except at the highest level in the dark, these celebrities that we get so angry at, and we're just like, God, if I have to see Tom Hanks's pedophile face again, or Ellen DeGeneres, or Oprah, all these other people that people are, Bill Gates, oh, I just want to, you know, I just want to like smash his head. Mm -hmm. um, they are getting played out too, so they are horse. That doesn't mean that we that we don't hold them accountable or that there's no justice, but we need to see that the whole system, it's an energy system. And if you can see it in that way, then you can remove some of the kind of idea of blame and say, okay, it's, as soon as we blame somebody else for our problems and say, if it wasn't for that evil guy, my life would have been amazing. You know, but this evil person fucked everything up. That's a dangerous place to be because you've now given your power away. 100%. And you're now saying, I'm not responsible anymore for what I just did or all the choices I made. That's the veil. It is. And this is important because personal responsibility is everything. If we get into hero, victim, villain paradigms where we are the victim, we've been victimized, Q is the hero, and the villain is George Soros. And all I need is Q to ride in on his horse with his sword and chop off George Soros's head, and I'm rescued. And this concept is ridiculous. And it doesn't address work that the individuals need to do themselves. Let's bring, but let's bring it back to what is the code relationship with the, the cabal and the, the, the dark entities and the archons? Like, do they exist as a, as a co-corporation? Because like, obviously they're both clearly doing the same thing they're both clearly trying to uh, keep the veil on us keep the illusion keep the matrix pumped keep the lies keep us blind keep us dumb and suck our life force and cabal is just doing it on a physical level with money with blood with body parts with the uh, emotion and the the dark entities are doing it on a energy level where they're just they're they're benefiting from all the terror and all the fear and all the uh, violence that is created through the cabal. So in other words, like there cabal is like a sub, a subdivision of what the bigger archons are, reptilians are. Is that something you would say is true? Like they are kind of like underneath, but working for the same company. Yeah, I would absolutely say that's true. And I, and there clearly is a hierarchy there. In other words, there are these beings who are the more advanced beings that are lower fifth density, fourth density beings 
upper third density, however you want to look at it, there is there is sort of a food chain there. There's no question. That doesn't exist as much in on the light side because the light side is a different kind of way of thinking and a different way of looking at the 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 path of spiritual evolution, spiritual growth path, what they call the red road or the, you know, the lighted path. On the dark side, you know, it does really manifest itself as a sort of hierarchy where it's sort of like the minions. And I've said it's it's a game of whores. It's a whore and pimp. The reptilians have whored out the greys. The dracos have whored out the reptilians. Yep. The archons have whored out the dracos. The chimeras whored out the archons. And so there is this food chain there because it is a harvest. In other words, the light side, this is one of the most important things for people to, to kind of wrap your head around. The light side does not need anything because it is connected directly to source. So yeah. the ascended masters, if you're into Saint Germain or if you're into Archangel Michael or these kinds of ideas, they love you and they want you to be happy, but they don't need you. Mm-hmm. They're on their own program because they're connected to source. Yep. The archons need you, period. Yep. If you don't exist, they die. Yep. And so it sets up a different paradigm. And sometimes that's not clear if you look at the life force map, but I, I try to communicate that. It's a, it's a challenging concept. They need us. They absolutely depend on us. This is a system set up and designed to harvest our energy. And so they, they do need us. And it is it is sort of like, a, I think a corporation's a good way to look at it. It's like a bureaucracy, right? Yeah. And it, on its simplest level, it's like you just said, it's on the most basic fundamental level. They need us. They're sucking our energy. And what they feed on is fear, negativity, all the stuff that is on the negative violence, the sex, drugs, all, all the stuff that, that has been introduced into this illusion and this, this reality we live in is for us to feed them and so then mm-hmm. people are like, well, they gonna invade our planet no they're never gonna invade because we're a farm we're, we're just a farm to them they're farming us they're controlling and in in my personal belief it's like like i totally in agreement with what you're saying and the light and the, the planings and the light workers and life force these are super evolved beings where and you didn't want to minimize evil and i understand what you were meaning by that but or i think i do it's kind of like they're not even remotely a match for any light being their evolution is is kind of like in a backwards way where like you said they need a force an energy to survive and once a light being is presented to them they have to actually get away from it they can't exist with with light being so that's why it's us as a collective consciousness to raise the vibration of the planet to raise our consciousness elevate our, 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 our spirits. That's what's going to drive them away. That's what's going to break down the veil. That's what's going to break down the matrix and liberate this planet. That's the whole point of doing this. Oh, absolutely. I think you absolutely nailed it. I think that was beautifully said. And uh, yeah, that was great. I'm glad we got that on tape. That was really, really nicely said. Yeah, I got goosebumps just from saying it. Because yeah. It's simple if you really just break it down simply. But it's just... It, so hard to grasp when you have indoctrinated with this bullshit that's been for centuries. And then you said earlier, like, as far as like, go back a year, a week, a, a decade this, like, actually, I would say go back thousands of years and, and go, go all the way back and see the civilizations that are coming. Look at the artifacts. And, and that's what really became fascinating to me was that all the proof, all the freaking proof that is out there that's right in front of our faces and nobody acknowledges it. No authority will acknowledge that this is, is not from this planet, this technology, the, you know, slaves didn't build the pyramids and all that stuff. It's all like right in our faces go back go back thousands of years and see things that were happening then and 
course, the stories, and you guys were talking about it last night, or at least one of the episodes I was listening to, the Anunnaki and Sumerians and Anunnaki's like heads with birds and snakes and reptilians and like stuff that like, you can't say that it, like it wasn't existing because like all these, these uh, artifacts that prove it and that were done in different parts of the world that they didn't communicate with each other. So let's just a lot of like fact-based information that's not philosophical. It's not prophecy because you're looking at something that's tangible. Like you could touch it, the statues and the, and the spaceships that are in the carvings uh, on the wall. So back to, to the darkness, like my personal belief or personal just intuition is that like they've been, and plus I think it goes hand in hand with some of this biblical stuff, but there comes a time where it comes to an end. In other words, like the, the dark forces that have ruled this earth, that have controlled humanity for thousands and thousands of years, there was an end date. Like there's an end date in there, in in these, even in the scriptures, in the, in the Bible and Genesis, there's an end date where it comes to an end, like their rule ends. And that's what I feel is where we're at. We're at that, the precipice of that ending and the new beginning of the, the golden age. And so we could say like, this is that moment. And, but it could be a year, it could be a week, could be 10 years. Like time doesn't exist in the same realm as we put it in finite terms. So that's what's so hard for us as humans to, to, to make sense of because we want it to happen. And like, a, you know, 10 years could be, is not even a spit in the bucket. It's not even a blink for a light being, but for us, it's fucking 10 years, man. It's like, I got to deal with another 10 years of fucking of dark rule. Yeah. You, yeah. You said some really brilliant things. I really like the fact that you went back because it is important to kind of keep in context these longer cycles, whether it's 12 or 13,000 year cycles or 26,000 year cycles, or even two or three or 4,000 year cycles. It is really important. You know, our, our media culture, pop culture world, which is driven by celebrity and fame and all this other shit, doesn't leave any room for any real kind of like historical knowledge. Nobody cares. It's, it's laughed at. It's nerdery. You know, it's for nerds. It's MKUltra. It's yeah. MKUltra. And, and this is all by design. Yeah, yeah. This is all by design to keep us absolutely ignorant even about the most basic things like people are you know they're like well there's pyramids in south america there's you know what, you know, what are you talking about i'm going to throw something out there i'm going to run out of time here and so i'm going to throw something out there i think is really i'm going to have you on again by the way don't i would love to do this, this yeah, is, i really enjoyed this yeah, yeah we we're, we're coming this. back to this this is this is something really important i want to throw this out there and and i think it's really relevant and it feeds into this idea of the masterclass concept that we're graduating to kind of a new level is the question people need to ask themselves in uncertain times in times of crisis in times of you know where the world seems out of control and chaotic or things aren't going the way we want them to go and this is something that the galactics have offered tremendous tremendous information for this they have not been stingy they're very generous there's mm -hmm. a lot of stuff out there and, and we'll get into how to direct people to that stuff mm -hmm. about how to how to deal with these situations the question people can ask themselves which would be highly beneficial would be is there a way of living is there a lifestyle is there a set of core values is there a place to live a type of a type of life an individual can choose where the the outside world becomes less less of a problem is there a way of living and people probably can guess where i'm going with this yep. where these things don't matter as much right self-sustaining self-sustaining yeah and so one of the best things that you can do to as as a buffer against a world in crisis is to think 
in a more self-sustaining way, right? To maybe yeah. say, okay, I'm going to get a stockpile of food or I'm going to start growing my own food. I'm going to get other ways of transportation or figure out how I might get around. I'm going to think of other ways to communicate. And, and if social media is down, Instagram doesn't work and Facebook, I have some other means to do that. Break the dependency. Yeah. And this is something that's really important because the more, the more self-reliant people become, they will naturally be more calm, yep. more sort of at ease. The, the external world is not so much of a big deal. They're not so worried about it. They're not hung up on it. Having said all that, this same process of self-reliance can be transferred. And this is where the Palladians are masters of this, transferred into your emotional life and into your intellectual experience or your mental life. In other words, just as you say, I'm not worried about food because I have a bag of rice in my pantry, you could also say, well, I'm not worried about whether or not Fauci's dirty or not because I understand the bigger picture and I see that it's not as relevant. I'm not really worried about 5G because I see the bigger picture and I understand how this fits into the whole thing, which is, doesn't mean that we, we go into this catatonic state where we don't pay attention to stuff, we don't care. But it's, it's again, it's, it's the spiritual self-reliance where you say, you know what, I believe in who I am and I'm centered and I'm grounded through, through and these things don't happen overnight. I mean, this is, this is spiritual growth. It takes work to do, right? Yep. But it, we can apply the same rules of self-reliance to our spiritual growth and our emotional states. And when we can do both of those things, and the Palladians, again, have been extremely generous about these are the ways that you do this. Well, you turned um, me on to prime disclosure. And I, I mean, that's advanced stuff, but I really liked it. And when you turned me on to it, it, it really kind of was another yeah. Um, yeah. A bridge for me. But it's so, it is upper level stuff. But hey, listen, go check it out. It might resonate. And more, more, more to come. Like we'll, we'll definitely continue to do this. Absolutely, I'll get you. Uh, you know, I'll even get the you know, the, the Templars guys. Like you know, we'll, we'll 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 do some stuff and uh, just keep chopping away at this digging and yeah, and absolutely feeding each other. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Keep it up. Looking out for the new post. I'm gonna check out the Life Force map, and yep. I'll I'll have some links for your your stuff uh, when, when I post this up, and uh, I'll let you know. I'll send it to you. Sounds great. Awesome. Yeah, have I appreciate your time, Gabby. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Vale. Had a great time. If you want to learn more about what Vale and I are talking about, you can find him on Instagram at Vale Removed. Great page. Check it out. <laughs>